Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should. And you probably are, and that's why we like you. This episode, this grand episode of Chill Filtered, we are drinking a Canadian whiskey and kind of like, I wouldn't, I don't know, I think it would, I would consider it a high-end Canadian whiskey. It's certainly hard to find because it does leave the shelves pretty quickly, at least where I'm at. Uh, we are drinking Caribou Crossing, a Sazerac product. Uh, but before we get into anything whiskey, let's talk about a little bit of business. Okay, so hmm. let's just say you're a big fan of, of Chill Filtered. Oh, I know I am. And you... You you notice that we name names sometimes. We do that. People like uh, Miles Ferguson oh, we love Miles. or Nathan Anthony. He's great. Or uh, yeah, these 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 killer people all in our good lives. Looking. Do you know? Yeah, all good looking, all photogenic. But you know how we got to naming those people, Robbie? We stalk them on because, Instagram. Well, no, they they first hit us up on Instagram. Oh. And that's why we name them is because people reach out to us and we love building these relationships. So uh, that's how it all started. It name, you name a name and it probably started with them first reaching out to mm-hmm. us on Instagram. So if you want to be famous on a podcast, we can't promise this to everyone, especially when we get huge, uh, and which we are getting. I'll get to that in a little bit. Um Yeah. If you want to get to know us, get to know us because uh, we love you too. So... Uh, that's all I got for the business. Hit us up on Instagram. We love talking to our listeners. And uh, Robbie, how's your day going? How's your week going? How's life? Uh, you know, it's not too shabby. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, nothing too, too too big. It's you know, we're kind of in that transition to almost warmer weather, and uh, yeah, you know, which is nice. But in the meantime, like to oh, cool. I mm. tonight, have you ever spatchcocked a chicken or a turkey? Uh, no, but I have tied them up okay so today like so on saturday we celebrated uh amara's birthday with uh my in-laws we got the oh that's right yeah. wait but her birthday's in march isn't no no it? her birthday's uh on this saturday so the saturday before the this episode comes out so the 27th of february of february yeah okay now it's I like know. right on okay. the cusp of march but uh so we celebrated a little bit early right. with uh the in-laws because we're going to be out of town this weekend um, and they're leaving town this weekend. So anyway, got our ice cream cake, oh, okay. came home, put the ice cream cake in the freezer, and guess what I did? Uh-oh. You forgot to close the freezer. I did. I remember to close it, but I didn't make sure it was completely secure because the ice cream cake was sticking out just a little bit. So like everything <gasps> in the freezer like started to thaw. And, uh, oh, no. yeah, so we had a turkey in there. Luckily, like, like we got a, we had about a uh, quarter of a hog last year about this time. And luckily we pretty much made, oh, no. we just had a big, the only thing we really lost out of that was like a big ham, which is like, I'm not doing a big ham this week. I got you. But anyway, we had this, we had a turkey. So I was like, dude, we'll just keep thawing it in the fridge and we'll have a turkey. So spatchcock yeah. the sucker, dry brined mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. threw it on the smoker. Ooh. And I got it. But how long did you dry brine? Uh, just overnight. So it was it was a quick one. Like it Ooh, was maybe classy. Yeah, it was maybe a what sixteen hours maybe tops. That's still a great dry brine. So it was, yeah. yeah. So and but anyway, and then like oh, so I and then I stuffed. Uh, it's one nice thing with the spatchcocking is you can kind of manipulate the skin on it. So I threw some, I put mm-hmm. some pads of butter underneath the uh, the Ooh. legs and the breasts. Yeah, the skin. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, smoked it two seventy five for about four hours. Fit, cranked it up to 375 for the last half hour to kind of crisp that skin up. Nice. I tell you, man, I think that might be my new way of doing turkeys. It was 
awesome. So I did that tonight. Finally, Was it nice and juicy as well as flavorful? Dude, it was. It was so juicy. It was so nice. flavorful. Um, I got to say, uh, you know, not quite on the level of your Disneyland turkey legs, but uh-huh. pretty dang close. It was good. So that's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. So we did that tonight. That was fun. And then, uh, other than mm-hmm. that, like we're, uh, it's kind of, kind of fun this weekend. We're going to go out of town and celebrate Amara's birthday. Uh, we're going with, is she turning 13? 11. That's close. Enough. She's act. She's getting too she's old. She's acting like she's already been 13 for a year, yeah. a couple of years, but, uh, no, so she's turned 11. So we're going to celebrate. 11 going on 13 <laughs> and going on 13 again. Seriously. Um, but yeah, so we have some family friends who are all in healthcare and education, like my wife and myself. And nice. so they're all vaccinated. All vaccinated. They're all vaccinated. Yeah. So like, I'm kind of nervous. This is like the first time I've hung out with people. Nice. Uh, besides you and Heather, like you and Heather are the only people we've hung out with outside of like our little bubble of mothers-in-laws and in-laws. So mm-hmm. yeah, so we're going to do that. It'll be fun. They got a cabin and we're going to go up there and... Nice. Uh, it's always fun because we always make inappropriate named uh, shots. So I bought some uh, some whiskey that you can, uh, you know, make. So uh, not just whiskey, liquors and liquors that you can make uh, inappropriate shots out of. And uh, nice. yeah, that's pretty fun. So we're excited for this weekend. Give me an example. Um, but, you know, not crazy. So, well, we always get fireball or something. With, yeah, okay. Because then you can have, uh, and then like, we'll do, we'll do like fireball with... Uh, uh, what is what's the uh, Jerry whiskey or Jerry rum? It's a uh, oh gosh oh sailor, sailor Jerry. Jerry. So we'll, we'll do a little bit of that and some fireball and it's Jerry's balls, you know stuff like that. So yeah, uh, I you can do Saint Germain and and fireball. We did Saint Germain's balls. It's always got some yeah yeah, yeah the thing. And then mm-hmm. uh, I so, but then I was at the liquor store and they had like a banana flavored whiskey like Howler Head. It's uh-huh. like this monkey on it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to get a little nutty with that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little jealous, man. That sounds like a good time. It's pretty fun. It's a good group of guys. Like, we call ourselves the trophy husbands because the wives are all like nurse practitioners and we're all educators nice. and stuff like that. So, yeah. Some of <laughs> some of us are the, you know, the the uh, honorable mention trophies. Other of us are may, might be the first places. I don't know who's who. I'm not going to say who is what, but, you know, who could we're tell? all trophy yeah. So No, we got that coming up. So it's, it's going to be a fun weekend, so I'm excited for that. A little nervous. Nice. It's a little weird kind of getting back to a little bit of that normality, but it should be fun. So That's cool. Yeah. What, how how you doing, man? How's your week been? Good. I mean, you know, today's been actually a super crazy day. I, I talked a little bit last week about a big project that's kind of finishing up this mm-hmm. week. Well, as it was finishing up and, you know, dotting the I's and crossing the T's and all that stuff, uh, we found a mistake, a big mistake Uh that was earlier on in the process that a lot of things were based on, like contingent on that. So uh, today became, I got to work at like 630 this morning Mm -hmm. and I am technically taking a break from work right now by recording this at (laughs) 8 p.m. Um and uh but yeah i've been working all day and i was like i just gotta break away to drink some good whiskey and talk to robbie and have a good time and but yeah it's you know i it's crazy since i was telling heather this in the past if something like this happened at work where it's just like all right i gotta fix this you know this has got to come together um we have a deadline tomorrow to to knock everything out uh i could get so stressed out about it like i will Mm. like have a headache because the stress is so big and I rarely get headaches but um 
The nice thing is, I think since I stopped drinking caffeine, it's just like, no, we're just going to put in the time, work on this. We're going to knock it out. uh, And it's fine. I don't enjoy working past 3 p.m. because I normally leave pretty early. uh, But I'll just make it work and it's all it's okay, You know, so. yeah, it was it was kind of it wasn't exactly like my mistake that happened, but I did find a another mistake that I did um, in the process, which is good. It's good to to figure these things out, especially if you're filing insurance rates to a department of insurance. Yeah, you want to have everything together. <laughs> so um, yeah, so tonight I'll just be working a little more after this, and um, and then I'm really excited. My parents are coming into town next That's week. Right. And they are, um, they're excited. They're coming in. I think on Thursday, Thursday, like afternoon, they're coming on in and, uh, I'm really excited. Actually. I really appreciate my parents and, uh, I think we're going to have fun. My mom just got vaccinated, which I'm excited about. She works in healthcare nice. and my dad is, um, you know, we're going to play it safe. We're going to be wearing masks and sitting. If we're going to go out, we're going to sit outdoors. We're going to, um, you know, keep it together yeah. and, and not be stupid. Well, that's one nice thing about uh, being. But they're in, down to check things. That's out. That's one nice thing mm-hmm. about being in uh, Phoenix. I almost said Portland. Warm weather. Yeah, you, you can still do yeah. the outdoor mm-hmm. thing right now, which is nice. Oh, it's every other restaurant, or more than every other restaurant, has like really great outdoor seating spaced out. Mm-hmm. It's it's awesome here. That's a big perk about Arizona, especially right now. But then come summer. We will have no options except for indoors. So, and a lot of, uh, I mean, if you're outdoors, they do those those misters mm-hmm. uh, to just keep everything cool, which totally makes sense. I think I hit the mister, um, mister lady. <laughs> mister, mister. <laughs> I had a no. I'm not even going to go okay. there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, everything's good. Uh, can't complain. I and the nice thing about working overtime and stuff is my my company's like. They don't track hours or anything, but they're like, yeah, take some of the week off next week. Like take a take a half day or something because you've been working like extra hours this week. So I'm down for that. I might even take a few half days because I've been working for this project a long, a lot of hours. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. And, uh, you know, in other times in my life, I would have been stressed the heck out. Yeah. But not this time. So, not this time. So it's, which I'm happy about. It's kind of nice. So like. I mean, with with the pandemic and everything, like teaching has been tricky, and we don't have subs. We don't. We're mm. not fully staffed. Like, so I have like this last month. I have not had my prep or a lunch. Like I've like been covering for people oh, no. solid, and it's been mm-hmm. rough. But I got. A, I have a student teacher, and she's been pretty awesome. And today is the oh, first good. day this entire year where I've missed. I missed 45 minutes of instructional time with my kids. <gasps> so you got to eat lunch? Well, well, no. So I came home to throw the turkey on the um, the smoker on my nice. lunch break. And then uh, um, I went, uh, I came home and my mom was watching the girls and she was like, not looking well. And I was like, you feeling okay? She's like, I don't know. I'm just tired. I'm like, hey, you know what? Like I can, I got a student teacher now. Like I got staff back today. Today I can actually kind of chill. So she, yeah. I, I watched. The, I stayed home and looked after the girls, and I missed one period of instructional time. So it's my first time here. So, like, if you can take time off, Cole, wow. go for it. Because you know what? It's not always guaranteed. Yeah. Especially with the kiddos. Oh, dude, it makes it kiddos different. It does. Well, I tell you what. I like. I not this last year because they've just been home. We kind of had to work out with people being home to watch them. But in general, when you have mm-hmm. a kid, like all of a sudden someone's got to stay home with them sometime. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. crap, mm-hmm. we're puking and it's one o'clock in the morning. Someone's going to have to stay home tomorrow kind of a thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it mm-hmm. happens more. And it's nice. Heather and I both work from home. I have a good feeling uh, that I will be working home 
forever now um with my company um so that's nice though but even if i didn't get that ahead of, like like set in stone i could ask for it and i'd probably get it so that's that's a nice thing yeah that is nice that i think that's one awesome thing about all of this is certain jobs are just kind of set up now where it's like hey you're you're working from home now and that's totally cool you're saving us on air conditioning you're saving us on utilities yeah be good you know mm-hmm. and so especially as like yeah having a kid man that's gonna be awesome it's gonna be tricky though i'll tell you that much it'll be tricky yeah no I, that's what i but, hear uh, and actually there was yeah go ahead uh, it's tricky but you know it's it's worth it you know like you're gonna you know optimize those nap times she's gonna be you know sleeping in your arms while you're typing away or yeah. in a meeting and you're just gonna rock it and you get to have that time which that'll be nice for sure yeah i'm looking forward to yeah. it little little bb girl yeah i'm excited so little Colonel Turkey what do you dump. say we uh little girl turkey dump. <laughs> I told you though that like we have a name but we're not telling anyone yet. Have I said that? You haven't mentioned that, no. I'm not surprised though. I haven't. Have you so, so oh, you yeah, guys yeah. Just, you so, guys decided on one? Yes. Ah, that's awesome. At least the first name. We're we're um still questioning this the middle name. Mm-hmm. I almost call it second name. Um that works. But uh, but we're excited, and I think I think you guys will really like. Um, not that we're doing it for you, but I think you guys will appreciate, we appreciate it. Uh, her name. Awesome! I can't yeah. wait to find out, man. Yeah, yeah. give it uh, four months, maybe uh, sixteen episodes or so, Perfect. and we'll be we'll be rocking that name. T minus sixteen um, episodes. Yeah, countdown. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I mentioned, we're drinking Caribou Crossing. Uh, we're going to talk about history a little bit into. Um, the distillery, a little bit into Canadian whiskey, and a little bit into what makes Caribou Crossing a very special whiskey. But before we do that, we're going to send it to break. So here we go. All right, we're back. And and I'm excited about this because mm-hmm. there's something that Robbie and I haven't mentioned yet. And something great happened to us last week. And that great thing mm-hmm. is, well, before I get to that, oh. before I get to that, I wanted to start with this. So I have bought uh, a few like cases of sample bottles uh, for couriering to our Patreon supporters. And I'm feeling pretty generous, and I'm going to courier pretty awesome random samples out this week. And uh, I'm going to do my best to make sure some of our listeners don't get repeats of stuff. Uh, But in a lot of ways, I'm going to make it very random. So if I do give you a repeat, I apologize, but know it's a good whiskey either way. And maybe you get more of that good whiskey. Uh, But if you want to participate in this Patreon goodness, it's not too late. Hit us up this week on patreon.com slash chill filtered but we do have a new patreon supporter this week and you know what i realized i was actually thinking about this today um well let me let me say who it is this is jerome edwards Mm -hmm. um and he's awesome actually robbie and i both know him from our when i lived in uh boise Mm -hmm. uh jerome was there and one thing that i realized today about jerome jerome bought me my first whiskey or my first liquor slash alcohol Uh um and here's the story i've probably mentioned this before um that i my first uh alcohol was a uh hennessy xo cognac it was 180 dollars or something like that 
And I was like, I really want to get it ahead of time. I don't want to have to scramble my, because I waited till I was 21 mm -hmm. on the day uh, to get it. So I was like, I don't want to have to scramble for a, this kind of bottle. It's probably rare. So I want to get it ahead of time. And so Jerome uh, drove me to the liquor store, went in without me joining him because I was 20 at the time. I was a few days or a week or so from, from turning 21. And he went in. And he literally bought uh, alcohol for a minor, uh, but I didn't drink it <gasps> until I was 21. Uh, but I paid him. He didn't, you know, he didn't uh, just buy it for him, even though he probably would, knowing that he guy. Seriously. Uh, but he was he was a big part of my first uh, alcohol experience. So uh, thanks, Jerome. Thanks for thanks for being a great. And not only is he a Patreon supporter, he is on the chill filtered decanter tier of Patreon. Mm. There is a sticker tier. There is a glass tier. There is a um, shout out tier. There is a uh, flask tier. And then there is the decanter tier. And we are so grateful uh, that we basically, with that tier being met, uh, we are close to a milestone mm -hmm. uh, for, for Chill Filtered. We are close to um, paying our monthly, what do you call it, uh, expenses. And then on top of that, being able to buy a bottle every month for uh the the podcast so we are pretty darn close to that and if you count it as anything we are paying our expenses and we have a deep discount on whiskey bottles so if you if you want to hit us up on patreon that'd be great you can help us meet our goal of uh getting to try the whiskeys amount share the month. whiskeys yeah <laughs> and and the whiskey comes back to you too you know so um you know the, the we're we're stoked and we're one step closer to a mccallan butt chug so um <laughs> keep that in mind at this point listeners. it's a small step but we're getting closer oh yeah, yeah. I, no we're like uh we're over 10 percent uh towards a mccallan butt chug I, so, so i gotta say something real quick too about jerome jerome yeah is, jerome's mm -hmm. cool jerome is just a cool dude uh one of the coolest yeah. things about jerome jerome married up i'll tell you that much jerome's wife nice. stacy i can guarantee you is uh, just as much into this Patreon uh, foray because she probably, I don't know, she might even love whiskey more than Jerome does. She's she's also a fellow Cornhusker. She comes from the same, uh, nice. yeah, she's uh, she's comes from Nebraska in the same city my, uh, my uh, mom and dad grew up in. And uh, Stacy's pretty stinking awesome. So go Big Red, go, uh, what is Jerome? Go Edwards. Edwards. Go Edwards. Yeah, yeah. All that. So thank you guys. Uh -huh. Really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for thanks for hooking us up, and uh, don't forget you get some goodies back. So, yeah. Um, what we're drinking today? Caribou Crossing Single Barrel Canadian Whiskey. This is definitely our first uh, Caribou Crossing uh, labeled whiskey on the podcast, and that's whiskey without an E. Why is that? Because it's Canadian, mm -hmm. uh, but it isn't our first Sazerac product. That's for sure. Now let's talk about. The old Montreal distillery. Not too much here, but I thought I'd talk about it a little bit. Technically, this distillery started up in 1929 in Montreal. Uh, shout out to Jason Preston, who I believe lives in Montreal. If not, he lives in Toronto. Um, but shout out to him. And uh, this was this was a really great time to to start a Canadian distillery because this was towards the end of Prohibition. And uh, basically, they were the only country in North America making whiskey legally, uh, at least not without a distiller's license for uh, medicinal purposes or whatever. 
but uh, people would certainly love to travel up to Canada sometimes to grab some good stuff. And uh, but originally, uh, it's, the distillery was started by Corby Spirit and Wine Limited, uh, which is now owned by Pernod Ricard. Uh, but in 2011, uh, the distillery was bought out by Sazerac, and it has been making whiskey full force at least since 2018, and has taken over production of what we're drinking today, Caribou Crossing. In that about, about that time, they added a huge 37-foot column still from Louisville, and they're cranking out whiskey. And uh, so, so I get this idea, this impression mm-hmm. that it is a strongly American-pushed canadian whiskey um the guy named drew mayville uh is the master blender and in about 2018 when they were really kicking things off they had uh over half a million barrels aging man and that's pretty exciting for a blender i'm sure mm-hmm. uh, but he's also the guy who blended mr sam Ooh. Uh, so he's got that good reputation mm-hmm. there uh so let's talk about canadian whiskey for a second and and we'll and we'll get into what makes uh caribou crossing special by going through this. Uh, here's the thing to remember about Canadian whiskey is that most Canadian whiskeys are blended. And they, if they're blended, they usually have a base whiskey and flavoring whiskeys. And uh, so usually, but not all the time, these are 100% of one grain, like mash bill. For example, corn, for example. Yeah, and so um, maybe that's like the base and then you can add things like uh, little little splashes of 100% rye uh, mash whiskey. And uh, you can age it beforehand and then kind of blend after. Or I'm sure there's some where you can like blend ahead of time and then age that. And, but they, they pretty much usually for blending whiskeys, they do 100% mashes. Uh, that's kind of the idea I've gotten. Uh, but that might be... Um, yeah, like the, the rye might be a flavoring whiskey. But basically that's what most blended Canadian whiskey is. Uh, that's kind of what makes Caribou Crossing so special because maybe you could put this math together. Robbie. Oh, I'll try. Pangea. Got it. Okay. Nailed it. Okay. Yeah, nailed it. So uh, Pangea is the answer. <laughs> and uh, so we, yeah, what makes Caribou Crossing special is it is a single barrel. Mm-hmm. So no blending can be done here. Mm-hmm. So what they had in the barrel was exactly what they wanted in the output. Uh, so I thought that was kind of cool and what makes it very special because it's not blended. Uh, but there is not much else we do know about Caribou Crossing. Let's First of all, let's talk about um, straight up looks like they're going for a Blanton's uh, bottle. Uh, yep. But I'll, but it's not exactly grenade shaped, no. uh, in case you're wondering. It's more like if anyone's familiar with a Rock Hill Farms bottle, that's kind of how it's shaped. Uh, but it does have a metal like cast animal on the cork, just like Bland's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this animal is, you guessed it, a caribou, mm-hmm. not a horse. And uh, I guess they're both single barrel whiskeys, so that's something to say. Bland's and uh, Caribou Crossing. It is bottled at the same place that Bland's is bottled. It is bottled in the U.S. at Buffalo Trace. Uh, there is no age statement, but it's likely over three years. Uh, undisclosed mash bill, though we can assume it's somewhat corn, rye, and malted barley. Uh, no idea of the ratios. It could very well be less than 50% of one of them, or of all of them, uh, if that makes sense. And uh, type of cask, unknown, but likely ex-bourbon casks. And it is 80 proof. 
Uh, total wine price is $60, but I've seen it go on the secondary for like around 120 really? So it's it's kind of hard to find. Um, yeah, but I've seen it go up to that. But uh, let's drink. But before we drink, I wanted to ask you something, Robbie. Oh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned that you um, bottled these sample bottles with your daughters. Is that right? That is true. All right. That's good. That's okay. good. No, well, no. I found a uh, big hunk of plastic in my bottle. Yes. I forgot about that. Yes. So, okay. so it much like uh, Makers or in Blanton's even, there is plastic around the stopper. And I had no idea uh-huh. some of the, or not plastic, wax, wax around the stopper. Yeah, I yeah, had yeah. no idea it fell into the bottle. And when I was pouring yours, I just right into yours. So, you know, oh, what? Okay. a little more of the experience for you. So. Okay, I was just worried your daughters added like whatever crayons. they found on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was—it it felt plasticky, but uh, that is good that it is waxy. That makes me yeah, feel a lot and better. And once it once it fell in, like you know, sample bottles are like the nick on it is so tiny. I was like, well, yeah, I'm not gonna fish it out and lose a couple ounces here or there. So, yeah, for you sure. Know. Anyway, let's drink. Yeah, so, two, so I want to hear the cork right, pop. Right, here it comes. Yep. Oh. That was so low. Was like the weakest. <laughs> like, not low, like pitch. But it was just it like. It was weak. It was weak. It was sad. My bottle's about halfway full, so. Nice. Wait, your your whole bottle. The whole bottle, yes. You poured me like an ounce and a half in this two ounce bottle. It, oh, did it leak? Maybe. Maybe that was oh, it. Oh, man. No, this was one I definitely went two ounces on, so. Okay. Oh, that's cool. sad. No, no, I got, I got no, more than half. That's there's for sure. a, oh man, well, do the other samples do they look okay? Because I think, oh uh, yeah, I think so. I think the only yeah. ones that I kind of went short on were the Stag Juniors. Oh, just because sure. those were that's just above, those were pretty low. But the other ones, I think I went. So hopefully they're all okay. But oh, that sucks. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. man. No, I'm not mad. Well, I, I'm mad because you know, the courier, manly man, took his angel share mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah, he does like a little cut here and there. Mm. Okay. So also, so I'm sniffing. Yeah, yeah. Well, go ahead. Also, while you're sniffing, I can't. I I feel I would feel remiss if I didn't mention though that uh, every time I drink this, I think of the Pixies. And do you know why I think of? Oh, do yeah. you know why I think of the Pixies? Um, because here comes your caribou. Almost, Cole. Because of the song Caribou. Where the chorus is. Oh, they have a song. Caribou. Okay. That's, that's that's the whole chorus right there. But it's a cool song. You know what blows my mind about the Pixies? What's that? Is what do they call them? Black Francis or Frank Black, basically? I think it, yeah, something like Black Francis. I think sounds right. He looks nothing like you would expect. Oh, of that band. He looks like, like, like uh, yeah. Matt. Pen, you remember Matt Penfield from Headbangers Ball? He looks like Matt Penfield now. I don't think so. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this about the Pixies. When people say the real deal, I always want to say, no, that's the Kim deal. Because Kim deal is friggin' awesome on base. And the breeders. And nice. she's awesome. That gal. Wait, that's the same girl? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then. Uh, that's great. I saw I saw the Pixies, what, like six or seven years ago. And it was. No way. Yeah, it was awesome. I felt like a, I felt like a little kid again. And you. Doon, 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 Here comes your man. Um, and then. Here comes your man. And then uh, another little, Go another ahead. little thing that uh, pop culturally, uh, when Kurt Cobain wrote uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit, he modeled it after yeah. uh, 
the Pixies. And he wanted to write a song like the Pixies. Nice. So. You know, I keep getting blown away by these Nirvana facts. I, you know, I, I was talking to someone today. Nirvana is overplayed. Do I think they're overrated? Nah, I mean, in a way, yes, but only because they're overplayed on the radio and stuff like that. But did you know, speaking of but, mm-hmm. um, did I tell you this, that Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love met at a Butthole Surfers concert? Which blows my mind that they were like into that kind of scene, and like he, like even the Pixies are in that scene, uh, so it doesn't doesn't surprise me that that like what would you call that genre of like the late '80s and stuff like of like almost post punk. I think probably post punk is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Love anyway, it. but anyway, no- let's let's drink. <laughs> what, what notes are you getting on this? uh light light amounts of corn it is mm-hmm. it is tame uh i wouldn't yeah. say it's really um like pushing in any direction tame corn almost bourbony i would say it is bourbony to be honest yeah, it, it wouldn't even i wouldn't even say it's almost yeah um nothing too crazy a little bit of caramel yeah um sugary slight slight yeah, rice corn i agree with everything and then maybe just a little bit of slight rye on it i'm into yeah, that not, not a ton but a little bit there but it, is, mm-hmm. but it is very tame. I think there's nothing really going to stand out and punch in the yeah. face of this one. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna go for a sip. Okay. Uh, hopefully, I, you know, no, knowing it's wax in there, there's a little, little, little flake left in there. But I'll sip. Yeah, it. you know, just part of the experience. Absolutely. Um, on my, you know, I think honestly, this is super mellow. It's on the palate, like mm-hmm. there's, you know, it's it's got definitely corn. You can, it's corn forward for sure. Um, mildly sweet. It doesn't, you know, hit you too, with too much sweetness. Um, a little bit of rye spice on it and like maybe a little buttery sweetness to it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What are you getting? Really great caramel. Oh, okay. Like this fading, fading caramel. Um, this is this is in terms of non one hundred percent rye mash whiskeys. This is probably the best Canadian whiskey I've ever had. I love it. This is this is already amazing. This is like I think what I expect of a Canadian whiskey is pretty light. Mm-hmm. The light was on the nose, but I feel like the finish on this guy is just really nice and caramely, like blatant uh, sweetness. Like really, really um, depth of of caramely. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I'm not. See, I'm not getting too much sweetness. I mean, that's what I, that's where I'm kind of like. Really, you're getting like super caramely sweetness. I can see where you're saying the caramely, mm-hmm. but I'm, it's to me, it's not sticking out as super sweet. Mm. Um, oh, it's so sweet to me. So when I think of Canadian whiskey, I obviously think of Crown Royal. That's like where my mind just yeah. goes straight mm-hmm. to. And this is like a really good Crown Royal. Like yeah. you take mm-hmm. Crown Royal and make it one and a half times better. And this is kind of what you're going to get, you know. Um, super pleasant. Super easy to drink. Like this is, uh, yeah, really easy to put down. It's nothing unpleasant about it. No bitterness or anything like that. It's nice. Yeah. No, I I I think this is great. Like did you get this for retail like 60 ish i think i got it for a little cheaper than that even but even i up. would pay 60 for this absolutely because one because it's it's canadian and 
we've talked about this. Can they, like there are some like like we had the lot forty cask, amazing. Mm-hmm. We had um, what else have we had? That's like I I actually enjoy Crown Royals Northern Harvest Ride. Yeah. Not not too much. Like I enjoy this a lot more. Uh, but yeah, like Canadians are kind of they're the the not Canadians the Canadian whiskeys are known to be a little too light sometimes. Uh, but yeah, like something like uh, like a hundred percent rye mash uh, whiskey is is not a bad thing. Um, but yeah, this is this is I I just poured a little more because this is this is great. I just I really love the the caramely sweetness. This this one shows up like you can say caramely in a bourbon and it pretty much always works mm-hmm. uh it you can you yeah. can rarely get away with like saying this one's caramely with a bourbon this isn't a bourbon but this is more caramely than your average bourbon easily like this is sweet delicious like i'm the finish lasts a while mm-hmm. it, it never becomes unpleasant and i appreciate also that it's a single barrel that kind of makes it even cooler yeah but i'm gonna add some no, water I think, I think you're kind of hit, see what it's like you're hitting on it like where it's like it, it really does have a lot of good flavor to it. And I don't think it's like, it's not a complex kind of a whiskey neat, at least so far. Yeah. It's not too deep. Yeah. yeah. But it's really, it's just solid. It's really, it's good. It's just yeah. good. Oh yeah. You know, I don't, I, I don't know if I would go secondary on it. Like, I don't know if it's that no, good. Yeah. I don't know if I'd throw down over a hundred on this. For yeah. Sure. Maybe not even over 80, but I would throw down 60 for this. Easy. If I saw it next time and it's retail, yeah. I'll buy it. So yeah. the funny thing is I used to see this, all the time. And I think I mentioned this on the previous episode. I yeah. used to see it all the time. And now, and then like when you're like, oh, it's actually pretty good. I was like, because I always looked at it and I was like, oh, it's just kind of a Blanton's knockoff. Because, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. once you look, mm-hmm. you look at the topper and all of that, and like they're definitely going for something there. Um, which yeah. I wonder, do the, do the Caribou, similarly to Blanton's, do they all have a different stance? Or is it all the same one? I don't know. That's worth worth. Uh, do you have the bottle next to you? Does it have a different letter or something like that? I doubt it. They would probably be more into that. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see anything on it. That yeah, stands out right now. All the same. But um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. So it's like one of those things now where I, you know, I'm about halfway through my bottle right now. So I think I would definitely look for another nice. bottle of it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. And this is a Canadian whiskey that I wouldn't want to mix either. Like this is like good as it yeah. is, you know. And you know, going to you know, we'll get to it a little bit later, but talking about a fancy whiskey, the bottle does look fancy. It's a nice fancy bottle. It's mm. not your regular bottle. Um it's got some like mm. nice what is it? Uh frosty etching kind of a thing on it. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Like uh I don't know what you frosty is probably the best word. Yeah, it's got some yeah. So it's it's just pretty it's a nice bottle. Yeah. What do you nice. what do you get on the nose of the water? Um, with the, with the nose, um, similar, very similar. Uh, I would say a tiny bit lighter, uh, and, and more spread out and maybe not a great way. Not, not, not in a bad way, but in a, not in a good way. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of bland in that way. It's just, it's still there. All the notes I was getting kind of that corn, but it's just wispier. Um, and, but on the palate, it's, uh, it's still good. Not as good. I, I, I think the caramel has thinned out. Mm-hmm. And um, the there's there's not bitterness, but it's it's not sweeter. That's for sure with water. Funny. So on the nose, yeah, on the nose, I'm getting uh, a little more like maybe towards the medicinal side a little bit, where it's a little vapory mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, not a lot. I mean, again, this is still pretty tame, pretty mute. Um, and then on the palate, though, I get a little bit more viscosity to it. It's a little more. 
uh-huh. honeyish, and it a li- tastes a little sweeter to me. I think so. I think we're. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we're just talking about sweetness, and it's kind of in my, the forefront of my mind. But I, I, th- I kind of like it with the water, a couple drops of water in it. it it's kind of nice. I dig that. Which is funny because even at, at a forty percent, you wouldn't think the water would really make it better. No. But I'm kind of I'm kind of mm-hmm. it a little bit better with the water. Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued to see. I'm just about to drop a cube. Uh, we'll see what it tastes like. See what it tastes like. <laughs> oh man, started watching uh, Goodfellas this week. Oh really? Never seen it. You've never seen Goodfellas? No, but I'm down. Oh yeah, you gotta watch it. It's great. And then, have you ever watched I... The Sopranos? Mm-hmm. No. Do you guys have HBO Max? Nah. It's worth it. Be honest. Really? Yeah. There's, they have tons. We don't watch much TV though. That's the thing. Well, get. Re- you're like maybe you would get ready for when you have that baby and you're just stuck burping and feeding and uh-huh. rocking and. I have been watching a lot of Seinfeld reruns lately. Yeah. HBO Max might be worth it. They have a pretty sweet uh, Teen Titans, like the tight Titans. Oh, yeah? Like uh, it's very uh, Christopher Nolan, a Dark Knight, dark, gritty kind of a superhero thing, which is fun. It's not um, not animated. It's not animated. No, it's live action. It's pretty wow. good. Do they do the booty scooty? No, scoot your booty booty. They don't do this. Scoot your booty. Scoot your booty booty booty. No, because um, it is really dark. Like, uh, like, because Amara loved Teen Titans Go, and I was like, yeah, we can uh-huh. watch this. And I was like, we're not watching this anymore. I tried because <laughs> it was. It yeah. Was uh, what were we talking about? The first. Oh yeah, but you got to watch. Yeah. So anyway, Sopranos. You got to watch Sopranos. Sopranos is so good. I don't know, man. I don't trust TV. Sopranos is pretty good. The incident. Incident. The accident. Do I say incident? You say accident? You usually say incident. And you say accident. Okay. But I decided to match you today. You did. You're feeling whimsical. Yeah. There's a bit of whimsy in you. Um, Really good nose with the ice. Absolutely. I poured a good amount. Um, I think it's a better nose than the water. I'd say this is the best uh, nose yet. It's just, just sweeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm I'm curious. I'm about to take a sip because uh, I I think I'll like this with water. What? I mean, with ice. I'll tell you, uh, with the ice, I'm getting a little bit of vanilla on it. And uh, it's definitely mm-hmm. like, this is definitely a more bourbon-y. I mean, it makes sense, you know. Um, but it's definitely more bourbon-ish than Canadian whiskey. Vanilla is the note. Mm-hmm. You, are you getting a little vanilla? Really strong on the, on the palate. Mm-hmm. Like, like, really nice. It's it's thinner, but the vanilla shows up more, and the caramel is crossing over into the vanilla oh. section. Now, I don't like a lot of vanilla. Vanilla's like, like ugh, not a huge vanilla fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this bout does it right. Like, it's definitely there. It's mm-hmm. really pleasant. I get a little bitterness towards the very end of the end of the finish, uh-huh. but. Not bad with the ice. Like ice is pretty good with it. I mean, it's not bad. The nose is really good yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. I think I still prefer it neat though. Yeah, all all together. I think I think I'm water. A little bit, a couple drops of water was pretty yeah. good, which is surprising because again, at forty percent, like I can dig that. You know, usually it's you know, you get to the the cast strength kind of things, and mm-hmm. it's a little water does it opens it up some, but. Oh, 40%. Like a little water. That's a real nice. It's nice. Mm-hmm. So you know what I had for my I yeah. had my entry buzz here when we started, Cole? No, I'm curious. I, just, I had a little bit uh, a little bit of tequila. 
And now I'm, ha- nice. now I'm having a little bit of Canadian whiskey that was made in the USA. Ah. I'm just straight up North American right now. <laughs> yeah, you're covering all I'll your I'll tell you grounds. what, North America is awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm blessed to live in North America. Mm-hmm. So anyway. I love me some North America. That's, that's all I've ever known for residents. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, our, one of our listeners, Matt Porter, who does ADHD whiskey, mm-hmm. whenever he pours a bottle um like pours something into his glass he goes america <laughs> it's beautiful i love it i like want to steal it but i can't yeah oh man i'm not a huge fan of the yeah. america thing of the america. america yeah i'm not a huge fan of that oh tell me why um because it's north america it's the united states of america i don't know mm-hmm. i i i am a teacher and i'm a stickler for rules Mm. And uh, you know, you say America, I, I just kind of feel like you're making you're making light of something. So what if I what if I said I'm listening right now to the presidents of the United States of America? I'd say, uh, you'd be like, say the whole name. Really, is that a new band? Because that's not the name of the band I came to know. Exactly. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm. I'm Trying to think, what's what would be a good reference? There? I'm, I'm a stickler for those kind of rules, kind of like like when uh, you know, like yeah. flag rules, like when people ride around with a American flag on the back of their pickup truck. I'm like, that's not flag protocol. It's supposed to be on the front of your vehicle, like oh nice yeah, stuff like that. I don't know. And again, I'm not like it's I'm not like a huge nationalist kind of guy or anything like that. But the when people mm. say America, I just think no, it's United States of America. I don't know. Mm. But anyway, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, when someone says that around you, I'll be like, "Correct yourself. <laughs> you're listening to a fancy man over, or you're talking to a fancy man over here." So, uh, um, no, never mind. I'm not going to say it because it gets a little on the. Um, yeah, never mind. <laughs> so, what do you think on the rating on this? Yeah, oh, sorry, Cole. I kind of derailed things there with my weird idiosyncrasy. Uh, rating wise, mm. we all have our. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Um, I don't know. What do you do? You have a rating in mind? Yeah, I. You know, I'm gonna go a straight nine on this one. Straight nine, nice. Okay. It surprised me for a Canadian whiskey. I have had this before, but it's been years, mm-hmm. and I probably had one sip ever. This is when I worked at the bar. Um, but I remember it being really good for a Canadian whiskey, but I forgot how good. I love this. Okay. I think it's great. Nice. I think uh, it's, like I said, outside of the 100% like rye um, Canadian whiskeys, I think this is the best I've ever had. Um, yeah. I, I 60 is about what I would spend on this for mm-hmm. sure. And I'd be happy okay. to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I am a little lower than you. I'm going to go 8.5. Um, I, mm-hmm. I guess that's a decent amount. Like we're usually fairly close, but that's, that's a decent amount for mm-hmm. us. So 8.5, I feel mm-hmm. like this is solid. Like if you're going to, if I'm going to buy, if someone's like, Hey, do you want a Canadian whiskey? That's not lot 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what I'm picking. Like, but I think also in the yeah. same sense, like lot 40 is kind of my standard of like, that's one of my favorite, like lot 40 cask, even just, for even sure. just lot, mm-hmm. lot 40 standard is really good. Um, yeah, but mm-hmm. Lot Forty Cask is like the epitome of a Canadian. Holy it's cow! It's so good. It's one of yeah. my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 
And, but this is a little like lot 40 is also like, I don't think I would drink it so much in the summertime. I don't think I, it's, it's very much to me a, a more cooler weather kind of one. I could see myself drinking mm. this, you know, throughout the year kind of a thing. It's, it's really yeah. accessible. It's uh-huh. really nice. It's nothing too big or bad or works with it ice. Works with ice. Works. Yeah, I liked it. I think mm. with a little bit of water is my favorite and neat was still mm-hmm. really good. So yeah, 8.5, super yeah. solid, awesome whiskey. Yeah, I dig For it. For sure. Sweet. Can you well, dig that it? that settles that. Yeah. Oh, I can dig it. <laughs> um, yeah, it settles that. Why don't we uh, scooch it on over, scoot, scooch your booty over to Whiskey World News. All right, it's time for Whiskey World News, part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. We didn't write it, we're just talking about it. And this one comes from Travel and Leisure, uh, written by Stacy Liaska. And I saw this last week. Uh, I feel like now it's March 1st when this podcast comes out. You're starting to get into kind of the, the spring has sprung, the the St. Patrick's Day mindset. So this is appropriate. And this is kind of awesome. Nice. So here we go. It's titled, Jameson will pay you $50 to take off work's St. Patrick's Day. Uh, they always have their <laughs> ideas, Jameson. Dude, this, is, this is an awesome gimmick here. So uh, okay. here we go. This St. Patrick's Day, Jameson Irish Whiskey is planning to pay 1,000 people to take the entire day off. As the company noted, it's on a mission to ensure people take at least one day off this year. After all, according to a recent survey by IPX, more than half of Americans say that they have used their vacation days since the pandemic began. Oh man, that's funny. That ties in. I didn't even think of that, but like I have not missed any instructional time except for today for one period, 45 minutes. Wow. Yeah, so a lot of people haven't been using their time off. Uh, to help remedy this vacation crisis, Jameson is dedicating the month leading up to St. Patrick's Day to getting people to take some SPTO, St. Patrick's Time Off. The company will even give nice. $50 to 1,000 people to cover the cost of their St. Patrick's Day festivities. Beyond paying for time off, the brand will also provide fans plenty of ways they can celebrate safely at home this year, including a virtual global concert, a home entertainment, in quotation marks, kit to create an at-home bar experience, and cocktail recipes galore. Rita Sirloff from Parks and Ref and Joe Leo Trug... Uh, Joe Leo... Yes, Tr- from... From Brooklyn, yeah, Island. are also joining in on the efforts to serve up the best St. Patrick's Day ever by sending, by lending their comedic talents to an SPTO PSA, which encourages fans to take the pledge and enjoy their much time needed off. If you're like me, a person, <laughs> then you're probably working too hard and need a break. <sighs> Reda says in the PSA, "There's too much work, no time for a break or to celebrate with friends." And to top it off, we were robbed of one of the favorite holidays. But guess what? St. Patrick's Day is on for 2021. Beyond encouraging people to actually take a date to themselves, Reda filmed a cocktail recipe and demo for people to celebrate. Jameson even created a few of the out-of-the-office messages and Zoom backgrounds for people to use just in case they need to let the op- others know nice. they're vacationing that day. Want to get it on that $50 giveaway and all the other fun? Those inspired by Reda and Joe's motivational messages can pledge to take Jameson SBTO at the company's St. Patrick's Day website where they'll receive a special drizzly code and enter it among 1,000 people to win $50 to use for St. Patrick's Day festivities. Um, and I'm going to go and stop there. But uh, I, I did this, and you also have to be pledged to be like, hey, you know what? I'm also going to buy something local. So it's kind of a cool thing, but uh, you got any thoughts? I like that. Yeah, you got any thoughts, Cole? No, I I mean, like, in general, I am a guy that will take advantage of all his PTO in a year. 
Nice. Like, yeah, do it. I I am not. I, I like I can work. And, you know, even today, here's a perfect example. I can work until, you know, 8 p.m., um, but I'd rather not. I'd rather close out at three, mm-hmm. you know, and just make the rest best of my rest of my day. And um, but I, I'm a huge fan of that. But I think it's kind of cool. I, I think it's a good idea. And and, you know, even people that are like, you know, want to apply to get this or like uh, entry to, to get this, uh, you know, 50 bucks or whatever. Um, I think that's cool. I, I, I dig it. I mean, it's in a way it's a gimmick, but I do think people should be taken because I think you're probably one of those guys that'll, that'll maybe not use all of his PTO in a year. As a teacher. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. As a teacher, I, pro- I don't because I have summers then I have like mm-hmm. a break. So I don't always, I, that's I feel, true. I forgot about that. I, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. guilty kind of accessing that. Plus as a teacher, it's harder to be gone than it is to be there. So mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it just broke my heart a little bit thinking that I was like, we should do a dead balls this summer, but then we're having a baby this summer, which is exciting, but probably prohibits, not prohibits, but slows down the potential of a good dead balls. It, it's going to make it trickier, but I will say the twins are at the point where soon they're easier. Hopefully. Nice. Please bring them on down. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, so it'll be one of the things where like, you know, and plus they're going to be all about babies. So, um, Oh, nice. Yeah. They love babies. Um, but anyway. That's cool. Yeah, no, it's. A, I think uh, this is a cool thing. Like, you know what? If you're listening to this podcast, I can almost guarantee you, you are going to be drinking some Irish whiskey. You're going to be celebrating St. Patrick's Day, and there's going to be whiskey involved. So you know what? Might as well go yeah. to jameson.com and sign up for this pledge. And Might as well. You know, get a cool 50 out of it. Maybe get, uh, you know, some other, other stuff that you got going on. Like, it's worth it. And I think it's kind of cool. Like, just encouraging people, like, hey, do something. Be safe, and there you go. Yeah. So I don't know. Sounds yeah, good to me. Go. There's, yeah, I love there's it. not a lot of downside to it. And I'll tell you this, too. I also signed up from uh, Jameson.com to win <laughs> the Christmas tree of empty bottles. And yeah, as far as I can tell, I haven't gotten a lot of spam from it. So they're pretty cool in those that nice. regard as well. So And it. typically when I sign up for things online, I always change my name a mm-hmm. little bit so I can kind of trace it back to the time frame that I signed up for. That's right. Go, uh-huh. uh, you sold my dad, you cheeky little monkey. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I think he, someone told me that. Was that you? Maybe not. I don't know. No, it was Heather. Heather was telling Heather me about does that it too. recently. Like changing your name and, and giving like, like, or giving the name of the company. Like, like if you're like signing up for something you'd be like my name is cole jameson seabald <laughs> yeah. and uh and then be like ah my name jameson showed up somewhere else and that's how you know mm, that's you know how you track them and then yep. not that you can do anything else else with that other than be like give me my five cents per email. yeah exactly. yeah jerks <laughs> yeah um but do you guys still use opp as the uh as some of your spam mail no, no, no. Yeah, which has been tricky. I, what do you do now? Um, I, I'll just add an extra syllable or extra vowel into my name, so it's Robert uh-huh. with like an A after the E or something like that. Uh-huh. So I'll just do that like that, and then like That's you funny. can totally tell when people. I don't sign up for a lot of stuff, but like stuff like the uh-huh. syllable. Can I tell you something cool? I like Can I be it. honest with you for a second? Yeah. You got the puppy. Yeah. And the puppy eats poop. Bo eats moose's poop. And last night. It's messed up, moose, man. Moose. So we like birds are going full. Like they 
bird seed, right? And moose will go eat like their uh-huh. expended casings or the bird seed that falls out of the bird feeder. Yeah. And moose like sprayed bird seed poop all over our bedroom last night. And Bo, <laughs> and Bo, like Bo was like, I can he help, just, and it's disgusting. And you know what? Opie never would have done that, and that's why I let Opie give me Opie's kisses. Opie's a classy dog. Opie was a classy. Yeah. Dog. And Bo, I'm like, stop. Don't, Opie was the classiest. Don't try to kiss me. You are a poop eater. So, wow. There you go. Opie would be upset. He'd be like, "Not my people. No. You're not. Mm-mm. You're not talking to my human no. humans with that uh, mouth." Opie, Opie would not stand okay. for it. We'll, we'll work on Bo. <laughs> he's a disgusting little mutt. Yeah. I love him. He's cute. Anyway, all right. So that's, I think that's, that's, that's good. a good that's a good time for that we enter to our good transition last to segment. What whiskey would you choose? Yeah. <laughs> so this week it was actually a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Like me too. Yeah. Like right off the bat, you. Oh my goodness, my stuff's not showing up. There it is. Okay. Uh, you okay. were like in the lead, you're like way out front for the longest yeah, time. Yeah, I was taking the lead, but then you caught up. Well, not quite. Because you won with, so it was what whiskey is the fanciest? And you went with uh, Saz 18, I went with Blanton's, and uh, you won 58% to 42%. <clears throat> wow, it's better than I thought, though. Well, I thought you were going to, at first I thought you were going to run away with it, and I was like, ah, balls. Yeah, but me too. Anyway, it got a little closer than I thought. And then uh, I had a couple, couple good write-ins. Uh, Joel uh-huh. and I went with... Cavallin Solist Vinho Barrique. I don't know any of that stuff, Joel. <laughs> Seriously. Hey, but I'll tell you what. I was like, good for him. If, I don't know if, any of that. You, what are these references? If you can't pronounce it, is fancy. So right there. Uh, yeah, it sounds Mark fancy. Mark and Casey went with anything Hibiki and Dramham with Michter Celebration. And I don't even know Michter Celebration. Nice. Do you, That's I'm sure classy. you do. I don't, no, I, I don't even know that. But And then uh, Madtown Mark. No, it's like... Oh, one-time release kind of thing. Okay, well, I'm going to have to look it up now. Uh, and then Mad Time Marketer went with just straight Pappy. And I'm like, yep, Pappy, Pappy is yeah, very fancy. Yeah, so it makes you feel fancy. Some yeah. good write-ins there. But, uh, yeah. oh my gosh, cool. Do you have uh-huh. a wh- whiskey would you choose? Because I haven't even... I can if you don't. Dude, yeah. what, we are so... Like, we just kind of, like, we call each other and then we start talking and then I get excited just to be yeah. hanging out and I forget to even think of one. Yeah. Do you have one? I do. Yeah. Is it so, what whiskey? What's um, your favorite whiskey? Canadian whiskey with a caribou on the top? Uh, not this oh. week, but probably next. Let's week. Let's do that we'll one next that week. One yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, this one is, you know, last week we talked about what whiskey makes you feel fancy, mm-hmm. but this week I thought we would do something that says, "What whiskey makes you say never again?" Ooh. Uh, so that's the. Uh, that's the topic this week. What one had, did you try once and you're like, I will never drink that again. And it's kind of mean. I don't want to hate anyone. I don't want to call any micro distilleries oh, out. Uh, but there is one in particular that comes past my mind. Oh, I know. Um, two, in fact. Okay. So I will say, yeah. you say that and I know exactly my mind. Like, this is a what whiskey we choose where you automatically, you know, ugh, nope, not going. Yeah, it comes quick. It does. I know exactly mm-hmm. where I'm going. And I've mentioned, I've alluded to it in the past. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a sample that I sent you. Not that you couldn't, I mean, it's not a big deal, but I can't stand Pendleton. Pendleton, right? Or no, no, no. Just Pendleton standard. I cannot stand Pendleton whiskey. Oh, gotcha. It, it, I just Pendleton, do I forget what that looks like. not like it. It's uh, It's got a bottle kind of like Breckenridge, I think, where it's like the, 
rounded. Uh, the, it's kind of yeah, like, like, kind a like a stag, kind of like a stag. Yeah, stag junior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And I'll, and, no, I know what you're talking about. And yep. we mm-hmm. will, we we'll do it on the show here. And I'll, and I guess the the secret's out. It's going to get a low score, but I'll <laughs> tell you why when we get to that episode. But yeah, that sounds Pendleton good. To me. Is my yeah, won't go near it. It's not worth it. What about you, Cole? Yeah. Two come to mind, uh, but I think I'm going to lean towards one. The first one that came to mind was honorable mention is, uh, and Adam would appreciate this Mm because I gave him a bottle having not drank the bottle myself. I I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, Is it Rock Hill Mm -hmm. Farms? Yeah. No, not right. It's the other one you're thinking of. uh, The the Wild Turkey uh, Matthew McConaughey one? No, it was the, you say Rock Hill Farms, but I think you meant um, Black Hill, Maple, Black Maple Hill. Black Maple Hill. That's right. Yeah. Uh, That was an honorable mention. The Black Maple Hill Oregon Rye specifically Mm -hmm. uh, was terrible. And I bought it because Black Maple Hill's got this crazy good reputation in their older um, bourbons. But the, um, yeah, their Oregon rye was a piece of crap. <laughs> um, and then, but the real winner of the never again uh, whiskey is Few, F-E-W, oh. bourbon. I've had the rye. The rye's okay, uh, but their bourbon was not great. And I hate to shame them, but it was really bad. I, uh, and so I will never drink few rye or few bourbon again. I, yeah. You know, and we'll, you know, maybe we'll have that on the show at some point because it's, yeah. A, and I'll drink it. <laughs> we'll drink it but, uh, I remember yeah. like, my, uh, I got a, like a Flavier gift from somebody where it was like a, yeah, yeah. and that mm-hmm. was one of my samples. And I was like, Bleh. so yeah, I, it's a little too young and small barrels at the same time. Yeah. Uh, at least the, the worst part about small barrels, uh, overaging those small barrels. Uh, but like I said, small barrels aren't always equal to a bad whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good. All right. Yeah, I think this is a, a good episode, and we did. We haven't. We've yet to break an hour, which I want to keep it under. So, uh, not not for oh, you know, close. it's not the bad to go over an hour, we're but close, I want to. Cool. I know we're 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 closing in, but uh, but Robbie, I uh, I hope that uh, our listeners will uh, continue to support us and potentially even support us on Patreon. Yeah, and Cole, you know what? I hope that your your project that you're finishing up and you're going to start next. I hope both of them. Don't get all wonky on one little error. Me too. But most of all, listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. Mm-hmm.